Dear baby girl, so after recording for the millionth time, I thought I was finally recording, and I was covering everything I needed to cover, and it was going great. And then I looked and saw that I had not hit record. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the reason I'm telling you this, baby girl, is because I want you to realize that. Things don't always go smoothly in life. They don't. And in fact, I was getting irritated earlier, so I stopped. I moved away from the situation. I took a deep breath, and I was able to calm down. And and then I came back, and、uh, now it's the fourth time. And fingers crossed. So the fourth time again. <laughs> so after a bajillion times, I was just irritated. I did not want to bring this aura. So here I am again, fourth time. Okay. Let's hope now is the actual final time. So, what I want to talk to you, I want to ask you a question. Actually, when last did you listen to your body? Hmm. When last, not just your body, but yourself, baby girl. We dismiss ourselves a lot. We dismiss what our bodies say a lot. Here's an example. Do you know when、um, you start dating someone new? And、uh, he seems great, and then he does something your ex did, just like a movement. Maybe he he did his hair that way, and your anxiety starts to work up. And we say, "Oh, I'm just an anxious person, baby girl." No, we cannot ignore our bodies and take those feelings and just put it onto our personality. What your body is trying to tell you is you need to work through the issue, right? Or let's say he doesn't do anything your ex-boyfriend does, but there's something about him that you just quite cannot quite put a finger on, and you have anxiety. Listen to that, honor that, study it. What you need to do is take a step back from this man and kind of try and figure out: Is he who he says he is? You know, is your body trying to send you signals to stay away from this guy? Is it something that you need to work on? Listen to your body. It's kind of like same thing when we're hungry, right? We eat when we're hungry. We don't always listen to our bodies when the body says, "Hey, I'm not hungry anymore." But we'll get there. But I do find it funny, baby girl, that even though we dismiss our own body signals. We dismiss when our bodies try and talk to us, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just an anxious person, whatever. We try and sort out other people's bodies, and we are tuned into what other people's bodies are telling, telling them, and we we misread. Let me tell you what I mean. Ever walked into a room? And someone is grumpy. Let's call this person Mr. Grumpy Grouch, right? Now, overall, they're just a miserable person. We all know someone like that. We all know someone like that. We usually know them as an old man, but I mean, hick, that old man was a young man too, at one stage. So now this person is so grumpy, and immediately we feel it. Why? We then ask. Hey, is everything fine? And they say no. Or, or, or no, 
they say yes. Why are we now analyzing? Wait. He said everything's fine. He's clearly not. What's going on? Why are we taking it upon us? And baby girl, I know I'm not the only one. I know you do this too. We need to listen to our body. And if that guy says he's fine, that's for him to sort out. Which, by the way, baby girl, I don't know if you're aware of this, but telling a person that you're fine and then treating them badly because you're actually not fine, you're angry with them or upset with them, is a mind game, it's immature and it's childish. Don't do it. Be better. There are three ways to answer that question, are you fine? One, okay, fine. Say you're fine, but don't treat them like a criminal. Treat them as if you are fine. Two, tell them, no, I'm not fine, but I really don't want to talk about it right now. I'll tell you when I'm ready. Or three, you can tell them, no, I'm not fine. Here's the issue. And so you can try, or three, or whoever can try and figure out a solution. The best options are two and three. The first option, it's (laughs) baby girl. Why lie and say you're fine when you're not and then treat the person badly and have the whole atmosphere of the room or the house or whatever area you're in be awkward and uncomfortable? Why? What do you gain from that? Here's what you gain. You gain people thinking, oh, she's a liar. You gain people thinking, can't be trusted. You gain people thinking, wow, childish, immature. You gain people thinking... Um, that you're stealing their energy because now they have to sit and worry and think, is this person really fine or, or what? Do you know what? If you're the type of person who wants someone to grovel when you say, I'm fine, baby girl, mm-mm, mm-mm, don't, don't be like that. That is a mind game. Have you ever had to grovel for attention or affection? You know that in the long run, you end up resenting that person. You want people to resent you just because you cannot open your mouth and be a grown-up? I know, it's, it's harsh truth, but it is the truth. Furthermore, if you are the type of person that plays mind games with people, and you like to have them confused so that you have power over them, baby girl you need therapy if you've been on the flip side if you've had someone take you on a roller coaster ride where one minute they're loving towards you the next minute they're cold as if they hate you and they wish harm upon you get off the roller coaster even if you cannot leave the theme park get off the roller coaster you can get off the roller coaster by not relying on them for any of your emotional needs They will not make you feel confident. Don't rely on them for your confidence. Uh, They will not be there to cheer you on and support you. Don't tell them your biggest dreams. Don't. They will not be there when you are grieving. So don't turn to them for comfort. Get off the roller coaster even if you cannot leave the theme park. I'm not telling you to go cheat. We do not cheat, baby girl. But uh, your confidence can be somewhere else. I mean, go to your best girlfriend, for example. 
you can get your social needs met somewhere else. Join church, church group, you know. Um, Literally, your love, by the way, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Your family. You don't even have to tell them about how horrible the roller coaster was. Just get off. Get off and enjoy the other rides in the park. You know? And by the way, those of you who seek to control other people, putting them on a roller coaster is not going to work. Ever seen one of those old, old couples who, when you ask them about their spouse, the wife will be will say something like, I would do anything for him. And the husband will, will tell you the same thing. I will do anything for her. I would walk on fire for her. Guess what? It's not because they're on a roller coaster, baby girl. Neither one of them put each other on a roller coaster. Neither one of them was hot one minute and cold the next. They treated each other so well. So well that the relationship just, just developed. Think about it this way. Think about your girlfriend, right? Now, your best friend does would do anything for you, right? I know mine does. Mine is incredible. My best friend, she will send me random scriptures. She'll be busy at work. You know, and it'll be her lunch break and she'll send me a random scripture to to remind me. Or she'll sit and she'll talk to me about anything. She'll celebrate with me. Um, She'll comfort me when I'm sad. And I would do anything for her too. That's how you get people. By the way, if any narcissist is listening, you, you know who you are. You want to be praised. You want to be put on a pedestal. This is how you treat people super well. Because, yeah, the roller coaster, you'll have them the control for a little bit. But eventually, they hit rock bottom and you lose your control. So if you really need control, treat him or her way better. Treat him like a king. Treat her like a king. And you will see she would do anything for you. She'll praise you. I'm telling you. Well, that's how most women are wired anyway. And you see that with the happy couples too. I think I've got narcissists on the brain because I have been doing research on them. And that little fact has always, always boggled my mind. Why they... They're so loving one minute and then cold the next to try and get control. Why they belittle and and they try and break a person down to get control when that person will eventually hit rock bottom, won't even be able to, to have her head up or his head up and will start to look inwards and will eventually start to grow, right? So to me, I never understood, like, if a narcissist is after control and praise, literally treat her like a queen. She'll be so in love with you, she will not see your flaws. Hence the saying, love is blind. And it's just so much easier to treat someone well than it is to break them. 
and have them be resentful to you. Your home life will even be better. Maybe I'm missing something, baby girl. Maybe I don't understand narcissists enough to to actually be making this comment. But but really, you want someone to praise you? You want someone blinded to to how terrible you are? Treat them so well. Love is blind. <laughs> but baby girl. If you really are with a narcissist, please do research, baby girl, and and, and speak to to someone who actually knows, like an expert, because I'm I'm no expert. And uh, if you're not married, you know, get off the roller coaster, get out the theme park. Do you know what I mean? Because it sounds it sounds like hell being married to to one. If um, you are already married, pray. And ask Heavenly Father for your directions. But be mindful. No matter what. No matter what you do. It has to be what God has allowed us to do. But, but I'm, I'm completely getting off track here. Um, so talking about listening to, to your body. I don't want you to, to dismiss your feelings of sadness. And say, oh, I'm just, I just suffer from depression. Okay, yes, you suffer from depression. But I want you to try and find out where that came from. Try and find out why you're feeling this way. Why is your body sending you these signals? Um, Of course, if it's uh, your brain hormones that are, are off, that's a different story. Same thing with your anxiety, baby girl. Same thing when, when you feel joy. Oftentimes, when we're young and we're kids, we're not bogged down by the world and what's right and what's wrong. So we follow our joy. We do what makes us happy. And maybe it is, you know, playing soccer. So go play soccer. Follow that joy. Often if we look into our childhood... And how we played, we can often find our passion. Do you know what I mean? Because we were free to be, to just be. I want you to listen to your body as well. When you're hungry, eat, baby girl. Eat. When you're feeling joy, feel it. I always tell you, no matter what you're feeling, honor it, feel it. Being angry is not a bad thing. It is not. Feel the anger. What you do with the anger, now that's a different thing. You can't punch someone when you're angry, baby girl. But you can feel angry at them. You cannot um, vandalize someone's car because he cheated on you, baby girl. But you can be angry with him and you can walk away from him. I'm saying this because I have seen so many people wanting to get revenge. Baby girl, revenge belongs to the Lord. If you take out your petty little revenge, it's going to be so little compared to what God could have done. Leave it to Him. 
leave it to Heavenly Father. If you're going through a divorce and he is trying to take everything you care about, pray. Leave it to Heavenly Father. Don't be petty. Do not be petty. And if that is you, baby girl, send me voice messages if you want me to pray for you anytime. You don't even have to tell me your name. You know, don't tell me your name if you don't want. Or tell me your name. Or if you don't want to tell me the whole situation, just say, hey, please pray for me. And I will. I will. And I will keep it anonymous. I love getting your voice messages. I really, truly do. You have no idea how much it means to me to hear you guys. I sit and I talk to you almost weekly. And hearing your voices, it just it makes it so so personal, you know. It's kind of like I can see you. It's kind of like I'm sending you a voice memo over WhatsApp instead of recording a podcast alone and currently in my bedroom because my office is now the classroom. <laughs> Baby girl, spend time with yourself and grow, continuously grow, get to know yourself listen to yourself we have different communication styles do you know that so what's to say your body does doesn't as well maybe your negative feelings will rock up in one way and your positive feelings will tell you in another way do you know what i mean maybe maybe your hunger comes very quickly but your feeling of being satisfied will come on slowly or the other way around whatever your style is whatever way you communicate with yourself get to know that spend time with yourself look inward try and figure out why my favorite question is why not why he or she or they are like that but why am i like this how why am i reacting like this and if you get accused of something, sit back, think, is this accurate? Are they blowing it out of proportion? Are they right? Because baby girl, sometimes we do things that are incorrectly. We do, oh my goodness, we do things that are incorrectly. Wait, I think I do need coffee. <laughs> we do things incorrect. We do things without thinking. We are human too. We are flawed too. We make mistakes too. It is up to us to when we get the criticism to try and figure out if it's valid and if it is how are we going to self-correct how are we going to grow you do not have to go back to the person who gave you the criticism by the way baby girl you really don't and there will be times where they'll criticize you and you do analyze and you realize no this person is playing this person is deflecting and then you can leave it but there will be times where you you look at the criticism and you're like oh yeah i was wrong oh gee if an apology is warranted and needed and if you feel like it's it's safe to do so do it if however you think it's only going to make things worse don't do it I knew someone that could be angry for hours and hours and days on end. And when 
I, I would finally get the courage to go and apologize, it would start up this person's anger all over again, over that mistake. So in a case like that, uh, <laughs> no, sorry, I don't think I will apologize um, because, and, and I mean like the anger would be over little things because I also don't want, I want to keep my mental health, you know, away from crazy people. Uh, but grow. And by the way, when you get feedback, it's not easy. Oh gosh, it's not easy. And when someone insults you and you realize they're right and that you did go wrong, baby girl, it's uncomfortable. And it's not, uh, it's not nice. It's never nice to be called out, but don't just ignore it work on yourself make yourself better because even if that person who's calling you out never makes never does work on themselves and they never grow that's not your problem you're a different flower to them you can grow you should grow we're continuously growing we're continuously changing in fact this is why we don't do cancel culture because what happened 10 years ago or five years ago um and then people change and they've grown from that mistake and then cancel culture comes along and completely uh, dismisses their growth and judges them as if they're still the same person and it's horrible and honestly I really do think that cancel culture is trying to cut people down from growing because let's say someone makes a celebrity makes a mistake now right and they have and no one's caught on to them they're not gonna try grow because they'll think well if i correct this mistake who who cares cancel culture is gonna come after me in any case i might as well carry on being a horrible person right which makes no sense you know baby girl look at who you are now and look at who you were a year ago Look how much has changed, how much you've grown, how much you've been through. You've changed so much in one year. Can you imagine five or 10 years or 20 years, 15 years? Some people have been canceled for something they did when they were teenagers and now they're full grown adults with kids. You know, it is, it's crazy and it's, it's not Christian. Uh, as Christians, we do forgive. We do. We don't cancel. We cannot cancel people. Only God can do that. We are told to forgive and that revenge belongs to the Lord. And trust me, baby girl, he always, always comes through. Always. Listen to yourself. And if you don't know, Trust me, if you don't know if it's your voice or if it's um, demonic, pray and ask the Lord. There are times, because I'm such an overthinker, that I'll ask the Lord to tell me something. And all I can hear is my own thoughts that I will literally ask Heavenly Father to shut up my brain. To shut up my brain so I can hear Him. I cannot tell you how many times that prayer has, has been prayed. And the Lord does. He silences me so I can hear Him. Because he knows, baby girl. He knows us. He loves us. We're his children. He helps us. He wants us to hear him. He wants us to do his will. So does 
Jesus Christ. In fact, Jesus Christ said that not everyone who calls him Lord will enter into heaven. Only those who do, who do the will of Heavenly Father. And how can we do the will of Heavenly Father if we don't know how to listen to Him? And how will we have the courage to do what He tells us to do if we don't know ourselves and don't know what our own bodies are telling us? Right? This is what we're doing. We are growing so that we have courage. We are working on ourselves so we break away from the lies other people told us, not so we can love ourselves and idolize ourselves the way this whole self-love culture is is doing it it's become so warped and full of vanity we are stripping away the lies we are growing in confidence we are growing to who god made us to be so that we can serve him that is our mission baby girl and it is also our mission to help other girls and boys we help anyone who wants to be helped who wants to grow Share what you learn. When you learn something, teach it. That's all you have to do. Whether they take the lesson on or not, that's not up to you. When you learn something, teach. When when you teach, that person has learned something and then they can teach other people too. So do you see how we can spread? How everyone... In our circle, if they want to, can become who they truly are, our authentic selves, the authentic person that God created us to be, so we can do His will. That is our goal. Not to look in the mirror and go, oh yeah, I love me. I love me. Baby girl, we're not going to idolize ourselves. We have the Lord. We love Him. He told us not to make any idols. So we're not going to make idols out of gold and we're not going to make idols out of ourselves. Now, are we? Because there's no point. Besides, do you want to worship yourself or do you want to worship the Lord? Who's going to get you into heaven, baby girl? I can't get myself into heaven. I need Heavenly Father. I need Jesus Christ. So that's my choice. But for now... I will chat to you next week. I will continue to try doing Monday, Tuesday. But it might be difficult. So today is Wednesday. And it's a little late. But better late than never. And after the bajillionth time trying to record today. (laughs) Anyway. I love you forever baby girl. Bye.